Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey there, AfterBuzzers. Welcome to the Man in the High Castle After Show. We are back. It has been far too long. We've missed this show so much. We're going to talk about episodes one through three of season three. Characters are back. Some have been alluded to coming back. And we'll give you those refreshers. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz and cue that creepy and beautiful song at the same time. I'm like, mmm, this song. And for those listening, I just like crunched up on myself like, no. Uh, Welcome to the Man in the High Castle after show, season three, episodes one through three. Because, you know, they're all available on Amazon and want to give it to you quicker because it's like no we want to watch all these episodes uh my name is carrie lane and we uh do have a live chat going i see there's a couple people with us uh welcome if you are watching it later please comment down below and i'm joined by my awesome co-host why don't you introduce yourself hey guys i'm christine um i'm new to the panel obviously haven't been on the show before but i'm a super fan and i'm so happy to be here with you guys for season three nice and uh we do have another member but he wasn't able to make it today so he'll be back for next week um so let's get into it was there what at the top what did you think of these first three episodes the dipping your toe back in it's you remember we were talking before it's been two years two, since the last season which two is way too very long, long. Two years long. yeah imagine like <laughs> imagine a show like Grey's Anatomy or something that churns out so many episodes just all of a sudden taking a break yeah. like how jarring that feels mm-hmm. um, and you know with this show it's like each episode is like a mini movie so yeah. it felt like a really long time um, but getting back into it episode one had me shook like it was a lot um, it was a lot to keep up with but I really really enjoyed that strong um, intro back into the season episodes two and well episode two was a little slow for me and three kind of i think it's a, it's a good marker that we're doing one through three because yeah. i feel like a healthy chunk of things have happened True. within these first three episodes how'd you feel uh i like the initial episodes i when i first started the first episode i kind of wondered how long how much time has passed because mad men did it where time would pass and they wouldn't tell you right and like my marker was juliana crane's hair was about here and now it's like down here i'm all yep. okay that's been some time Yep. I've had long hair, so that takes a while to unless, get that length. Unless they have extensions in the neutral uh, zone. Yeah, I, yeah. You know. <laughs> she goes to the salon, she <laughs> finds some time in her schedule. So then I'm like, okay, so this has been some time, but then at the same time, it almost feels like no time has passed. So I want to say it's been like a year? A year's time? Oh, no. Oh, hold on. Uh, later, Joe says it's been six months that he was in prison. So okay. I, yeah, I guess a year would be accurate because he was six months in prison and then like six months his other frivolity and you stuff know, before then actually i think you're right it's definitely a six month span because um in episode one where we see trudy kind of pacing around outside yeah and the man in the high castle is talking to his wife about how she hasn't traveled in so long and yeah. she says yeah it's been six months oh there we go so i missed definitely. that line but yeah <laughs> no yeah that's perfect it just jogged that in my yeah. memory um so a healthy six months you know time and everyone has changed 
Especially my favorite character, who's John Smith. <laughs> so, but we'll get to that later. He's kind um, of a complicated, like, person. Now, the question is, do you think he's playing the long game double agent? I want everybody to be playing the long game as double oh. agents, and they're going to turn around to the good side. I sincerely hope that for John Smith. Like, seriously, that's I think that's part of why I love his character so much, because, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you're set up to hate him, but... We've seen enough from seasons one and two to know that he's not really sold on the Reich. He's no. only doing this for protection of his family. Yeah. Because protection means survival, which means moving up, and that's just the name of the game right now. It's kind of messed up because he has been at the hand of some really messed up things that have happened in his name. But at the same time, like, oh, if he were to turn around and just be a double agent, I would be so... That's like the one cliche I wouldn't be mad at in yeah. the show. Like I'd be like, yes, thank you for that. Because him, I feel he's rising up in the ranks and he's going to be doing something down the line. I know mm-hmm. that's not really a solid prediction. But uh, please leave comments. What do you think? Do you think Oprah Gruben Fewer? I'm like, that nice. name keeps getting longer and longer and longer. Oprah, <laughs> oh, Oprah Gruben Fewer? Yes. It's, Our uh, Rufus uh, Sewell. Uh, Sewell? Sewell? Yeah. I'm all, it's S-E-W-E-L-L. Yeah, Oprah Gruben Fewer, John Smith. Um... And his family, too. Him and his wife. I feel they're such a... I like Helen. I like their relationship. And I'm so sad to watch it crumble with Thomas being gone. Oh, and the refresher, them like, dude, you could... He, he killed himself. I'm yeah. like, no, that was not a... Uh, it's like brainwashed youth at its finest. You're just like, damn. What's even harder is... I mean, we see how much they're affected by Thomas's suicide. But what's mm-hmm. even worse is... I thought about this after watching it, like... It must be so hard to lose your son, but to also carry the guilt that it was, like, kind of your fault because you raised him in this era, and they did such a good job of making sure that he believed in the party Mm -hmm. and what they stood for, that he legitimately took it all the way in the worst, worst way, and it's like, right as John Smith is being promoted and praised, he's also at the lowest point of his life, Mm -hmm. losing his son, it's, it's like those two are so connected that I, I just really feel for them. And to anyone who's listening, I know we're kind of jumping around through episodes one through three. But yeah, I, we're, let's we'll talk we'll about like, them as a chunk and like characters and their journey. Yeah, of like it. story arcs yeah. and kind of how that's going. If I because I feel they in. all kind of flow. Like if you because they all jump around from everybody to everybody. Well, especially um, in episode one, we're between the San Francisco and the Reich, like, back and forth, yeah. back and forth, scene but by they scene. they get that little moment. They're like, title card. Here's where we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, back to John Smith. We'll, we'll keep going with his arc. Um, the school renaming ceremony uh, and all that. It's just, uh, Is uh, that not the worst scene ever to yeah. watch? Uh, so painful. And just was like, I'm with them. They're both, like, sitting there in their heads going, all of this, you know. F it all. F it all. Oh. And then, then they get the movie premiere, too. What it, That movie is disgusting, first of all. It's oh, the worst yeah. piece of propaganda. And Ugh. it's also, like, not even really about Thomas at that no, point. No, it's about the dad. Like, it's, it's about weird Sean. and creepy. And he's yeah. sitting there after, and they're all plotting, and he's sitting there so uncomfortable going, oh, this is about me. But it's, it's uncomfortable twofold because it was already uncomfortable that it was oh, about your dead yes. son that you're glorifying for propaganda and then on top of it you're gonna throw me in on there nah yeah he's I, he's over it no uh with nicole our filmmaker nicole Dormer, and her just so proud of like my great little film she's the cutest <laughs> no i do really like her character i really want to know more deep motivation but uh was there anything else with john smith and his family i feel um, bad for helen man but i do I, I she really needs to like pull Helen. together if she wants to survive, though. 
Oh, for sure. <laughs> and John knows this, and he's quick yes. to be like, honey, we can cry in the corner, but like in public, smiles, mm-hmm. no pills, no alcohol, get it together. It's very Stepford wifey. Be like, you can't do that outside. Very. You gotta be, just do it inside. Yeah. But I like I like that they're a team, though, because yes. even when he reprimands her, she's just like, okay, John, I understand. It's not like, I'm afraid he's going to hit me. Like They're, like, actually a really equal couple, and that's something I liked last season, that I'm like, yeah, even though he's a character that you probably shouldn't like, but them as a couple and a unit, I was like, I really admire them as a family and how they care for each other. But his line, too, he's like, your daughters miss you. Yeah. I miss you. Oh, They bring such nuance to those characters, though, because yeah. I think... Possibly the way it was written in the book, it could have been more straightforward, well, like possibly, where yeah. he's just the you know the demanding father. But they're really tight behind yeah. closed doors as a family, and I love that. Like despite all of the craziness that oh, they're but going the little through, little girl standing up at the screening and doing the salute too. You're like, oh, they, then they sit there and they go, damn, we made another one. Oh no, yeah, that was yeah. Honestly, I mean Ugh. that's that's always freaked me out about the mm-hmm, show, all mm-hmm. of the salutes and the mm-hmm. sig hiles. But that scene was chilling. It was so, so chilling. I was hmm. like, oh, awkward. I can't handle it. I feel I that's most everything with John and his family. Anything else on him? Um, no, I just echo oh. the same sentiment that Helen well, we'll used to get bridge together. when we get to another character. But Nicole, Nicole yes. Darmer, I I do really like her character. Do you think she believes honestly in the Reich and the mission and vision of it? No, because she's queer, and I feel like she, I mean, I'm just going to say it flat out, like, I think she's another one of the characters in in this world who've adapted to the way things are for her own survival, like, Mm -hmm. even in the scenes that she shares with um, Thelma, the reporter that she had set off with, you know, I think there's a line where they're like, don't get too caught up, you know, like, don't get, don't forget where we are and what world we live in. So I think she's, I don't think she's fully behind the Reich. She's a very talented, smart person, um, very creative, obviously being used as a filmmaker for mm-hmm. propaganda. but And a female filmmaker. I was kind of thinking, like, regardless of that world, a female filmmaker standing out. It's like, oh, I know. Okay. The, the fear okay. approved that They're one? Like, sure. Right? Yeah. And, and it's it's so beautiful that she's so strikingly mm-hmm. gorgeous and doesn't give a rat's ass about any mm-hmm. of these guys, but she's killing it in this this space dominated by yeah. all these, like, old fartsy Nazi dudes. Yeah. So, I, I love her. I love that the writers brought her back, too, because she could have just been one of Joe's old That's flings. True. Could but, have been and done. But she's not. Yeah. I love it. I want to see where she goes with the other propaganda they were proposing and everything, because then no. I'm like, do you believe in it? Really? Or what? I want to know where her end game is of, like, why? Why bother? I mean... I mean, besides survival. So that's probably yeah. a big aspect. That's what it always <laughs> comes down to to me whenever anyone's ordered to do something that's yeah. like ridiculous on this show. They never even hesitate because they're like, oh, yep, no, I'm going to die. So I'm just going to say, yep, and keep They'll going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just, it's a lot. Uh, then her involvement, we got her with Joe. Mm-hmm. With his, la- his new last name is the Cinadella. Cinadella. Ch- yeah. I like Just that Juliana goes, what? That's not his name. <laughs> She's like, you mean Joe Blake? That's alive, yes. Um, So him, his last involvement with John is, do you think he's cut ties, he is done? Especially now that he knows Juliana's alive. Mm. I don't know. Well, where they kind of leave it, you know, 
it, it seems like Joe's been completely brainwashed in, back into That's what the person they want him to be. But Juliana's kind of that X factor. Like, she's mm-hmm. the one who can kind of see through the BS to see if he's yes. really still the same guy. So I love that they you know, cross paths because now it's going to get spicy. Oh, I like that at the party she's sitting there looking over at him and he looks and she looks away. Like, what? She's so obvious, though. Like, you're in a room full of people who, like, know who you are and she's all like, hey, Joe, hey. Hey, hi. Do you see me? Oh, you saw me? Okay, I'm going to look away now. Mm -hmm. But it worked because he immediately goes, what? Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Mouth drops and everything. Um... What else with Joe of... Oh, because he's, he's murdering a lot of people. Yeah. That I'm wondering what his end game is as What do well. you... Do you think... Like, uh, what are your thoughts on I that? I feel he has a plan. I feel he's getting revenge on people. And similar to, to John, if similar... Rising in his own ranks right. and getting, really, getting rid of people. Yes. That's but a good parallel. They're similar but different. I'm wondering, like... When would be his moment to strike, though? Because now he's just... no idea. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, kudos to the writers how they're going to figure this out. But um, I really hope he's also doing the whole double agent thing. I want him to be a double agent and not be brainwashed. Because when he has that conversation with Juliana of, okay, no, it's been really hard. And she even asked, how much did they have to re-educate you? And you don't know what I've been through. Yeah, but it could still eat away at you a little bit. So I hope he is not inundated to the Nazi He's so ideal. convincing, though. Like, his, his mannerisms, makes me nervous. how he's carrying himself now. Yes. I still very much ship those two together, though. Like I, I love want them, them together, yeah. I'm down for it. Down for I, it. I like when he came in and gave her that kiss right away, oh, though. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm for that, too. I, I, I was living <laughs> it's for it. It's all the drama, and then you get excited with the romance, too. You're like, Yay! I mean, it's Joe Blake. He's yes. hot. Um, we have not <laughs> seen Frank. Frank. Frank, Frank. But we get the one line at the very end. He's alive. I know. Okay, but. can I just have an honest moment here mm. that I, we were talking about this before that we mm-hmm. kind of forgot for a half second. So how do you die? Why like, do you think he's Why dead? is he gone? I mean, anyone in the chat, let us know. If you're listening later, share your thoughts on Twitter with us. If you remembered that Frank was gone, your feelings on it, and how you think the show will change episodes four and on since we know he's mm-hmm. back now. So let us know. Yeah, because you watch the recap, but there's still those other smaller details that mm-hmm. you kind of sit there... What? Who? Huh? And then it's, oh, yes, he went in there and he blew it up. Got it. I remember now. Yeah. I mean, to survive that, though? Yeah. What is he? See, he found a secret room and, you know. What does he look yeah. like now? What is What does that even mean? And yes. Will he How injured and everything? Ha- yeah. Like. I'm trying to see the, um, what was it? Uh, well, oh, and then we have Mark Sampson, the other Jewish character. Yeah. I... I worry for him. (laughs) I really like him, and I hope he doesn't die. And I was really concerned when that guy got in his car that there was something else going on. The bounty hunter? Yeah. Yeah. But then I thought maybe that guy was actually um, Jewish, but then, no, I don't think so. Mm. Um, There was somebody else. I'm all, who's still alive? Because then that's a weird question. We got to do a roll call. Uh, Who's still alive? Yes. I was trying to look back on her name, but the person who actually stood out to me that I forgot about and I was happy to see her again is the uh, drinks girl at the... Oh, wait, is it oh the one... Gina. Uh, yes, who's involved with Chief Inspector Keto. Yes, I forgot about her, and I remembered how much I like her, though, when they have their scene, and she's 
all smooth with him and trying to be nice, though, because I think she does like him. Yes. She knows they will never have a normal relationship, but in that space, they're allowed to be together. Yeah, there's definitely a level yeah. of affection there mm-hmm. that I think goes past just her being a call girl for him. Yes. Like, the way she... You know, greets him, how she speaks to him, mm-hmm. you know, acts very reverently around him. Like, she respects the culture that he comes from. But, yeah. you know, obviously they give it up to each other. So yes. it's 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 a fun dynamic. I'm also glad that they brought her back. A lot of strong female characters um, making waves, honestly, mm-hmm. in the show. For sure. Besides Juliana, obviously. Yeah. For, uh, now, something right before this, we were talking about, like, if this is a drama or sci-fi. Technically, I'd almost say this is sci-fi-ish. Because it's a period yeah. piece show that mentions time travel but, or not time travel multiverse uh, <laughs> but no it's on the drama station so um we have a lot of after shows here on different networks and the sci-fi one as well which i have shows on um and we want to let you know about those real quick so we cover drama reality tv sci-fi and more and there's no network that works harder to serve television fans so we want your help what we're asking for you to do is just subscribe to one or more of our channels and when you subscribe it, youtube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you and you'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow. And don't worry about the notifications. They are completely optional. So hit the subscribe button. Also click that thumbs up on the video and then that way you can know about all our other programs as well. And uh, let us know that you did and we'll give you a little shout out. And if you're listening on iTunes, make sure to leave a comment. Let us know what you thought about the program and anything you want us to cover in particular on the Man the High Castle After Show. And for now, thanks for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV Talk. Nice. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure, again, thumbs up and, you know, leave comments on the stuff that we cover as well because, you know, there's so much that goes on and such small, subtle details that happen. So let us know if you're like, wait, what about this thing that happened and you were excited by and we didn't cover it, so please let us know. Yeah, we'll be happy to geek out about it with you. Yes. Then who – okay, so we talked – let's go on to keto because we had our bridge. We had our (laughs) Gina to bridge to keto. Um, Joel De La Fuente, who – was a Skype guest last season, and we're working on possibly having him this season, so stay tuned for that. Woo. I actually really like Inspector Keto, even though he's also somebody you're not really maybe supposed to like, because he's kind of a quote-unquote bad guy. Yeah. But I like him. I do. I have such a soft spot for Keto. I feel he's been also uh, guided incorrectly in his thinking, and he's yes. kind of starting to notice that. Yes. And I think his growing relationship, or just, I guess, how much more candid he and Tagomi are this season Mm -hmm. is going to really open that up because obviously we know Tagomi is a traveler. He has, he knows a lot more than Keto knows at this point. So I think the more those two link up, it could either be really bad or really good in terms of turning the page a little bit because this season, like just from the way it started, like the, the Japanese Pacific States, like they're on like a rampage right now. Kind of, you know, he's obviously upset. Like he nearly got blown to bits. Yes. And he's, oh, the first bit when they're just mowing down people by shooting and like, killing know. so many people, but then later told, we need a softer touch. That was, And he was so kind of frustrated by that, <laughs> but that was kind of funny. It's all you need to scale it back. Mm, darn, I can't kill people. Man. Man. <laughs> like, oh, fine. Uh, but I think I'm hoping with Tagomi he can help Keto guide him in a better direction with his thinking. And I think he's getting that a little bit, and I loved when he saw Trudy. Oh, my God. What? Mind blown. He's it, like, it, it was just, you saw it in yeah. his face, just like, this 
this just can't be. Yeah. He doesn't know about the travelers yet, I no. don't think. Yeah. So gotcha. I want to know if and when he learns. And then I loved, um, connected to that moment, I like when John Smith learned about travelers. Mm-hmm. And That's then when big. he sees his son on the footage, mm, I think he's going to be so become so much more invested now with it. Oh, absolutely. And I think John Smith learning more about the films is really going to change the yes. course of the season, considering, again, he's moving up in power. Yeah. The fear knows he's watching these films, so mm-hmm. the fear knows what's on. Like, the more people know about it and the more mm-hmm. they discover about the phenomena of traveling, like, I mean... Think about what they're gonna, what each country is gonna do with that type of information, because they're already borderline on an arms race right now. Oh yeah, and now and knowing and the, holding the oil embargo, yep. mm-hmm. it's like tensions. We just nearly averted war at the end of last season, so yep. we're still really in the thick of tension going into this one. So that plus everything they're finding out. I'm just, I'm ready. I've got the popcorn. Like, come on, give me the action. It's going to get good. Yeah, this show is generally a slower burn. I felt season one was a very slow burn, and season two picked it up, and I feel the start of three is a little slow, but it's getting there. But they lay all that groundwork that it's, oh my goodness, things are going crazy. Um, With Tagomi, oh, Travelers. Uh, I want to, I was curious if they'll explore, and I don't think so really they're doing it that much. When they say multiverse, so far it's only been two. It's pretty much this world that you and I, you and I, that we viewers, live we live in, and then theirs. And I'd be curious if they have others. Because they they might not go there because that's probably too much to explore, but at least the two. For then, sure. Then it's a mirrorverse for the Star Trek fans out there. Nice. Um, then I hope I want to know if they explore that more, if we meet other travelers. And Trudy was a nice little button Ark and Juliana's getting to say goodbye, and both of them have lost their sisters, but now essentially get to like have a little bit more time with them. And I don't know, would you want to meet if you've lost someone in your life? Would you want to meet this alternate version of them? Because it won't really be them, but it kind of is. Oh, the curious cat in me says yes, but right? like in reality, that would be the most traumatic thing ever because you have to pick up the pieces after yeah. when they're not there and try to get your mind to understand what that was. But could it be therapeutic? Because then you could tell them all those things you meant to tell them, even though it's not really the same person. (laughs) That's true. It could be both. It could be both. I just know personally, I think I would react a little negatively to that long term. Like, I think it would really just Mm -hmm. mess me up in the head a little bit. Leave your comments. Let us know. Let us know. (laughs) Like, would you be down for that? Because, like, I think of, like, you know, meeting my grandfather in another life who passed away. You know, like, people who have been so close to me. But um, back to your point about, like, the multiverse, though. Like, at the end of season two, I feel like the lines were still kind of blurred in terms of, like, what the rules are mm. and how oh, things yeah. play out. Especially with the films, like, that always opens another door of what could possibly be. Mm-hmm. But I hope that with this season, though, the writers give us as viewers a bit more information and context about how things go. I don't mm. necessarily need a character to, like, spell it out for me, per se, but just more acknowledgement within the characters in that world of how things play out, which is starting to happen. Like with John Smith learning, yes. Juliana learning from Tagomi how it works. We're getting Seeing more of that. End, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or at least we think it's her end. Actually, that's a good point with the films. That could imply the other multiverses because if there's different versions of what happens, each yeah. film essentially could represent another universe. 
That would be trippy. That's a lot, maybe. Oh, that's a lot. Know. What do you think? Please let us know. Um, I know you're all. I see people are watching. Y'all are quiet. Please join in. And if you're watching <laughs> later, please comment down below because we want to know your thoughts on it too. You're you're part of this as well. Uh, what other? Were there any other particular? Oh, um, who was it? Ed and. I'm all... Uh, what's his name? Ch- uh, I'm, I'm like, yeah, that guy. Ah. <laughs> I really liked him as well, too. But Me, too. While looking through my scroll of characters. Oh, uh, Robert. Robert Children. Robert Children. Uh, oh, gosh. I actually really like his character. Also, another character, I'm like, oh, he's such a kind of slimy worm, but I really liked him in season two. And just such a funny twist on this white guy. I'm going to appease the Japanese so hard because I love them and I love Japanese culture. I'm like, he's a modern otaku. He's just like oh, so obsessed with it and nobody else is okay with it. It's just so... It's, it's kind of funny to watch. It and, is funny, but I do think that he and Ed lead for some <clears throat> good, like comedic kind of offbeat moments amidst all of the like heaviness of the mm-hmm. show so I appreciate that he's back um, and yeah I mean I, I don't know where, where those two are going to go but I it, hope more depth happens with them because otherwise they almost feel like you don't need them that's true like they'd be those characters in a book that you might not necessarily have to include because they're not necessarily propelling the world forward they're giving you context to the world because Ed has yeah. that moment with the guy at the bar and they touch each other and they're like ooh and they're like no it's okay in this space so you're, they're letting us know about that world but did it really move plot forward? No. Well, well, with the Yakuza last season, then yeah. Yeah, but at this point, we need we have yet to see how they'll move the plot yeah. forward. Because like, even with getting rid of Trudy, like sending her back, like she wasn't really serving any other no. purpose at that point. So I I kind of saw that as her like very swift exit early on. Yes. But then I I don't think it's by chance that we we learn that Frank is still alive and Ed is also still in the picture. I think that's going to play out. That's how they'll come back together. Not they need a buddy. Not to mention, mm-hmm. also, uh, Ed is gay, and mm-hmm. so is Nicole. So we get two. We we get to see their their storylines play out this season, which I love. I'm like, in this world, that is absolutely interesting. Well, and very, how confident or not confident they are in it, and yeah. being retracting. Oh, but then I like that he apologized. It's not you. It's me. I'm. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> and then Nicole, very elegantly wading through those waters of, yes. is this okay? And yes, we're on the same page? Okay, cool, let's move forward. You yeah. know, not awkward of, oh, hey, uh, uh, you know, there's nothing awkward about her. She's She's, she's such a confident person. Yes. So sexy and she knows what she wants. Mm-hmm. She's like, I want you. You good? Okay, good. Moving Great. forward. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about another character yeah. that we didn't get to yet because mm. um, in the neutral zone at that that bar that everyone seems to go to, that's where Juliana meets Wyatt. He's a new yes. character. I thought there was some uh, chemistry there. Who, oh yeah, uh, I liked him. He's on Agents of Shield for an epi- a few oh, some really? episodes as well. So I, I was excited he was back, or excited to see that character because yeah. we've seen him in something else. Uh, I feel there's chemistry there with mm-hmm. them, and I want to know if he'll come back because he could be a one off kind of character, but he could also have more. I yeah, I was wondering the same, but seeing the reason why I think he'll and this is an early prediction, I guess, why I think he'll be around a little bit more is because he's already served a purpose for Juliana in getting right. her an address and kind of like we said, we see that yeah. there's some tension between them and I think just like everyone else who comes in Juliana's path, you you get glued to her in some way yeah. or another. So I think he may not he may or may not be someone who's like a really big character through or he'll be someone who's like a dark horse who comes yeah. back and like episode six or seven to, like, help her in a bind or something. Oh, yeah, I can You know see what that. I mean? Because she just always seems to, like... 
She find always somebody. attracts everybody. Yeah, everybody loves her. Everybody loves. Actually, Juliana. speaking of her, her discussion with the man in the high castle when he was saying that means my time's up. Yes, so, oh, we have to talk about that. Because I don't know if that means he's gonna die or why would why pass the torch and is this too much of you self fulfilling a prophecy? Because just because you see it in the films and then there you go, is this very Macbethian of you see it and then you act upon it and then that makes it happen anyways. So you shouldn't have even watched or you shouldn't have done something or do contradictory to make a different outcome. I know because at this, I mean. Unless I'm forgetting a film, I feel like everything that we've seen in the films has happened so far. True. Like, with her shooting um, Trudy's father mm-hmm. last season, I forget his name, um, and just, like, all these things that you didn't think were, were, would play out because she started doing something else, yeah. it still happened. True. Then does so... that mean it's fate and destiny? Which those are very intertwined words. Uh, I... I I don't know if it means he's going to die. I think he might not even know what it means himself, but I think it means he somehow knows he needs to pass the torch because he is getting older, that it's harder to be as active as you have to be to be part of the resistance. Though technically, Hogan yeah. was uh, is a much older gentleman. He's part of it, Hagen, too. He's yeah. doing, Hagen, and he's doing such a good job. Uh, but maybe with her, they need someone more, uh, more youthful to be a more driving force. And because she does have that magnetic energy to her of drawing people compelling. to her. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody wants to help her. She just has such a sweet face. So you, okay, let me help you. This is the resistance. Believe me. Yeah. It's like, okay, I believe you. Okay, where do I sign up? Plus, like... Yeah, you're right. Abinson, like, he's old. He's got to keep running from the Nazis, like, to stay alive and be mysterious and be this person. The Fuhrer already knows about him. Like, I don't think he'll be out of the picture, though. He'll I don't think so do either. Less. Yeah, like, mentor her. Yeah. Or he's just tired. Not even, like, his age being a factor, but just, like, I've been doing this for so long and I need to step down. Could be a factor yeah. as well. That's, I mean... Him and the missus just take That's off into the sunset somewhere, figure <laughs> it out. Go hide in the mountains. <laughs> right? Like... Retire. I, I think Juliana's got it covered. She she survived this far. Obviously, she's yes. our protagonist, but like, oh no, she won't die. She can't die. <laughs> like, don't do that to us, man in the high castle. I would be so pissed. But I mean, there I, hasn't been any huge major character deaths of main main characters yet. I think but it'll they happen could. this season. Though. They could. Yes, that's my because you got to build it up to get that all those feels going when they actually die. Of course. Otherwise you won't care. You, you just sit there. Oh, okay. Well, I do know one spoiler from reading something about the book. Okay. So one main character... We have character, not read the book side, no. Yeah, I haven't read the book, but like in doing research for the show, obviously, you know, we want to be as informed as possible with you guys. Um, I did read something about a major character dying in a later episode that broke my heart to pieces. But are they going to fulfill that because sometimes they change it from books? I, I, you're right, but, so if that does happen, I'm gonna be or they could really a, a heartbroken orphan, yeah, I hope they change it. Or, really do. you know, direct it slightly differently, because there's been plenty of times like that, or they merge characters, or, you know, change when they die to yeah. facilitate the plot line differently. That's true. If you guys know who I'm talking about. No spoilers, please. Okay, I was gonna say tweet me, but. No. No, no spoilers, no spoilers. We're only on these three episodes, too, so if you've already watched ahead, please do not get ahead. Don't spoil it for us. I will not. We're talking about just in these moments. Uh, Is there any other characters, arcs, anything that uh, Mm. stood out to you that you wanted to cover? Um, 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 Let me see. I feel those been the major things that stand out in my memory. Same. Um, I mean, just looking at these first three episodes, uh, 
the neutral zone continues to be an anomaly for me. Like, yeah. Denver, it's, it's just like everyone seems to like go there. Um, and things just seem to happen in that bar. I feel like we're going to be seeing a lot of that bar. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what was it with her? Oh, I do like that Juliana's being a bit more of a badass. Yeah. She's learning to shoot the gun and be more yeah. okay with defending herself because that's the world you're in. You got to do it. She can shoot, too. This is true. Uh, her shooting practice was cute. A little bonding experience. It was cute. I think that covers it. I'm like, hmm, is there anything that stood out more in my memory of that? I was like, wait, these things. Uh, but... Yeah, I want to know how... Well, okay. Oh, there, well, there is another mm. subplot that's kind yeah. of brewing. Going back to John Smith and his family. Yes. Because the Reich Marshal and the character who plays, oh, yeah. like, J. Edgar Hoover, they're, like, super plotting against John. Oh, my gosh. So obvious. Oh, my God. I gonna... do like that when John and Helen have that t- co- t- uh, conversation, they both, oh, no, I don't trust him. Oh, yeah, no. No, 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 no. He's up to something, and... You know, like we said before, the Smiths have a lot to lose. Yes. And I think having a target on their back is going to prove to be very precarious. So. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I agree. Uh, okay. So let's do, I don't, I don't have any news articles information this time around do you have any particular things to share um, the only news that i have to share uh in watching uh sit down yeah sorry let the music cue uh, just a small bit of news i did watch an interview with uh the alexa de, de lavos i'm gonna butcher their real name so i'm gonna say john smith mm-hmm. helen and um juliana crane they sat down with people now they did an interview where they revealed that they are already shooting season four. So wow. okay. that's already that's good. happening. Yay. So once you get to So we know if it's at the end, we go, okay, there's more. There's okay. more. Okay. Yeah. There's there's definitely more, which was great to hear, especially after the show being off for two years. Mm-hmm. It would suck for it to come back for one season and then we're not sure where the That'd show goes. Yeah. So to know that they're already shooting season four is definitely comforting as a fan. Um, we're definitely going to get some more news and gossip for you guys. As the um, season goes on, and I'll be bringing that to you here. Yay! And let's get into some predictions. And now, you're hmm. after Buzz TV predictions. <laughs> you're not singing along, you're mouthing along. Yeah, <laughs> it's essentially, yes. Uh, I really, really, it's predictions slash what I want. I really want John Smith and Joe Blake to be playing the long game double agent and gonna turn around and be part of the good side and I want more of the Japanese uh, Pacific states to shift a little as well but it does seem like they're taking a slightly different direction if they're being less harsh the softer hand approach so I hope they go more in that way too be like come on Let's go that way. Uh, I think Juliana is going to have to step up to be a leader mm-hmm. or at least a deciding factor in what the resistance is going to be doing and yeah. getting that message out to people. Because I think she's been hiding in the shadows a little bit too much and yeah. needs to step out and do something. That's a good point. Uh, any things you're looking forward to or hoping to happen? All of those things that you just mentioned. <laughs> um, all the things. All the things. Um, I mentioned earlier, I highly ship Joe and Juliana, so I, I hope that they find a way to be on the same page. I hope, like yes. you said, Joe Communication is, is what they need. Communication. <laughs> um, yeah, I want them to be on the same page because I feel like they're both so important to the resistance and to the Reich, mm-hmm. respectively, that if they are on the same page, they could really F some things up and, like, 
you know, yeah. change things. And I guess just a broader prediction for season three is, um, you know, we said season one was kind of a slow burn. Mm-hmm. Season two definitely picked some things up. Season three, so far, we've already laid the groundwork. I really want this season to have something really, not catastrophic, but, like, major happen. Mm, And mm -hmm. I think we're inching towards it with the fact that John is slowly learning about the Travelers and the the Japs are going to learn about it, I guess, through Tagomi. I'm, I'm hoping so. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's going to share that information. I, I'm wondering he what does. he's going to do because he's so about peace. That's so true. I don't know if t- sharing that information will stop something else from happening mm-hmm. or not. But I need, I, I want something really big to happen between these two because I feel like we were on the brink of war and then to dial it back to what? Like things can't just continue to be the way they are. Well, they had the bomb test too. Exactly. Which wasn't as big as they had expected and then they said, oh, when the Reich finds out that this is not what the same thing. Yeah, Keto so said that. I wonder that. if that will come back because that felt like a pretty big scene and then nothing else happened after that. So I wonder if that will that'll probably come back. That's what I'm really looking out for because I feel like that scene and others are just breadcrumbs to a bigger threat looming. Yeah. Like they're full on in an arms race at this point so I I just I want to see that and I guess one last prediction um yeah like Frank's alive and I want him to stay alive and I know that's gonna probably suck for Joe and Juliana but like uh yeah I'm team Joe I'm team Joe still like I love you Frank but damn Joe let us know are you team Joe or team Frank it's hard we gotta make some names for them what would it be Frankiana and Ooh. I don't know. That's Ooh. bad. That's, yeah. Let us know what ship names you ship think names. they should have as well. <laughs> or should she have the best of both worlds and get both of them? Ooh. <laughs> I kind of like Not that. Not have to pick them, you know. Come on. Don't have to pick sides. All right. Also, thank you so much for watching, listening. Don't forget to give the thumbs up, subscribe button, leave a comment. Let us know what you thought about the episode and if there's any particular points that happened in these first three episodes that you're like, wait, why didn't you talk about that? Or something that stood out to you as well. Please let us know. And we'll start on this. And where can they find you and any other shows you're on? So I, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Christine Bean and on Instagram at Christine I Alexis. And catch me when The Bachelor returns on the AfterBuzz TV reality TV channel. We'll be covering Colton's season of The Bachelor in January. But until then, you can find me here. Nice. Uh, and then you can find me at Carrie D. Lane, that's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E, over on Popcorn Talk, which is essentially the sister network of this station. As uh, Box Office Breakdown. We talk about what movies came out over the weekend. And then also horror movie news on Tuesdays. We talk about horror movie news and horror movies in general. Also on After Buzz is My Hero Academia. We do an anime show, and right now we're covering My Hero Academia. One more episode, and we finish all of season three. All right, that pretty much covers it for us here at my at the Man in the High Castle after show. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first. We're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.